Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host today. Uh, today we are in episode 12.2, and we are uh, reading Luke chapter 13. Um, but first I wanted to say thank you for joining me today and for taking time out to listen to what God has to say to us and to listen to the Word. And uh, it's, I know, very busy right now. I know it is for me. I actually forgot to do this today uh, until right now. Uh, I was so busy cleaning my house, trying to get ready for my father-in-law to come visit. And uh, so I just got sidetracked. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot. So here I am. And uh, I'm glad that I didn't forget, uh, not because it's not important, I uh, just got so much stuff. And I'm sure everybody else has got a lot of things going on during this Christmas holiday as well. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, uh, it's a short chapter, uh, and um, so we'll go ahead and start out in prayer, and, uh, and then we'll dive right into it. So, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we thank you so much we thank you so much for all that you do for us we um we praise you we lift your name up uh in honor and glory lord uh, because you are uh, the alpha and the omega we know that you are the beginning and the end and we are so not worthy of everything that you give to us but you love us so much that you sent your son uh that tiny little baby in the manger uh just the whole world to see and um, I am just in awe and I just I have no words to say how much I appreciate uh, what you have done for us so Lord I'm so thankful for that little tiny baby who came to this earth just to die on a cross for us for our sins so Lord thank you for sending him, uh, Jesus to uh, this earth we thank you for the blood that he shed his perfect spotless blood for us and um, it doesn't go unnoticed I thank you for all the listeners out there taking out the time to listen to uh, this podcast and to dig into your word Lord I, I ask you to just clear us out clear out all of what's going on out there in the world and help us to absorb whatever it is that you want us to know from this message today Lord we're diving in we're reading one chapter at a time just kind of just soaking up everything that you want us to know. We want to sit at your feet and hear what you have to say. So Lord, uh, bless us as we go into this uh, short period of uh, Bible study and bless us as we go into the world and do things uh, just for Christmas and for just help us to be Jesus for everybody as much as we can. Lord, we thank you and we ask you to uh, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, sorry I'm a little stuffy today. <clears throat> All right, so chapter 13, episode 12.2, A Call to Repentance. About this time, Jesus was informed that Pilate had murdered some people from Galilee as they were offering sacrifices at the temple. Do you think those Galileans were worse sinners than all the other people from Galilee? Jesus asked. Is that why they suffered? Not at all. And you will perish too, unless you repent of your sins and turn to God. 
And what about the 18 people who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them? Were they the worst were they the worst sinners in Jerusalem? No, and I tell you again that unless you repent, you will perish too. Parable of the barren fig, <clears throat> barren fig tree. Then Jesus told the story, a man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there was any fruit on it. But he was always disappointed. Finally, he said to his gardener, I have waited three years and there hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down. It's just taking up space in the garden. The gardener answered, Sir, give it one more chance. Leave it another year and I'll give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. Jesus heals on the Sabbath. One Sabbath day, as Jesus was teaching in a synagogue, he saw a woman who had been crippled by an evil spirit. She had been bent double for 18 years and was unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her and called her over and said, Dear woman, you are healed of your sickness. Then he touched her and instantly she could stand straight. How she praised God. But the leader in charge of the synagogue was indignant that Jesus had healed her on the Sabbath day. There are six days of the week for working, he said to the crowd. Come on those days to be healed, not on the Sabbath. But the Lord replied, You hypocrites, each of you works on the Sabbath day. Don't you untie your ox or your donkey from its... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Dogs barking, going crazy downstairs. Now they're quiet. Okay, so, but the Lord replied, You hypocrites, each of you works on the Sabbath day. Don't you untie your ox or your donkey from its stall on the Sabbath and lead it out for water? This dear woman, a daughter of Abraham, has been held in bondage by Satan for 18 years. Isn't it right that she be released even on the Sabbath? This shamed his enemies, but all the people rejoiced at the wonderful things he did. Parable of the Mustard Seed Then Jesus said, What is the kingdom of God like? How can I illustrate it? It is like a tiny mustard seed that a man planted in a garden. It grows and becomes a tree, and the birds make nests in its branches. Parable of the Yeast He also asked, What else is the kingdom of God like? It is like the yeast a woman used in making bread. Even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. The Narrow Door Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he went, always pressing on toward Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved? He replied, work hard to enter the narrow door to God's kingdom, for many will try to enter but will fail. When the master of the house has locked the door, it will be too late. You will stand outside knocking and pleading. Lord, open the door for us. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, but we ate and drank with you and you taught in our streets. And he will reply, I tell you, I don't know you or where you come from. Get away from me, all you who do evil. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for you will see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you will be thrown out. And people will come from all over the world, from east and west, north and south, to take their places in the kingdom of God. And note this, some 
who seem least important now will be the greatest then, and some who are the greatest now will be least important then. Jesus grieves over Jerusalem. At that time, some Pharisees said to him, Get away from here if you want to live. Herod Antipas wants to kill you. Jesus replied, Go tell that fox that I will keep on casting out demons and healing people today and tomorrow, and the third day I will accomplish my purpose. Yes, today, tomorrow, and the next day I must proceed on my way, for it wouldn't do for a prophet of God to be killed except in Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers, how often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. And now, look, your house is abandoned, and you will never see me again until you say blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. All right, so let's go back. Uh, to let's see uh, Jesus is calling for them to repent uh, he's saying uh, you know are the people you know and two he says do you think that that those Galileans were worse sinners than all the other people from Galilee is that why they suffered not at all and you will perish too unless you repent of your sins and turn to God so he's just saying, you know, you need to repent, basically, uh, or else you're going to perish. And then I thought uh, when he's talking about the barren fig tree uh, down in eight, he says the gardener answered. I'm wondering if uh, in this parable, Jesus is the gardener. He says, sir, give it one more chance. Leave it another year and I'll give it a special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. So I'm thinking that's. Jesus giving us yet one more chance. He's constantly trying to give us chances to, you know, come to him. And then uh, the healing on the Sabbath, uh, where he, he heals the woman and she straightens up instantly, uh, as always. It's always like that. Uh, and then he's calling out the... Uh, the religious leaders again, you know, he's saying, you hypocrites, each of you works on the Sabbath day. Don't you untie your ox or your donkey? And, uh, you know, she's been in bondage for 18 years. And, you know, why can't she be released of it today? And this shame the enemies of uh, Jesus uh, more to want to kill him later on. And then he talks about... Uh, the kingdom uh, being like a mustard seed uh, that a man planted in a garden. It grows and becomes a tree and the birds make nests in its branches. So I guess uh, the kingdom of God keeps growing uh, is what I'm getting from this. And then I thought it was interesting that he uses a parable about yeast, which in the past yeast has been likened to the sins of the, of the Pharisees. So, but here he's saying it's it it's it what it does you put a little bit in with the with the flour and it permeates the whole thing. So uh, again, the kingdom of God is everywhere, is what I think this is what's saying. And uh, I think that when he's saying here uh, the narrow door, work hard to enter the narrow door to God's kingdom. For many will try to enter but fail. When the master of the house has locked the door, it will be too late. 
You will stand outside knocking and pleading, Lord, open the door for us. But he will reply, I don't know you, where you come from. I'm kind of, you know, reading this as, this kind of like what happened with the ark. You know, uh, once the door was locked, that was it. Everybody else drowned. You know, God will keep giving you chance after chance after chance until the very last minute, you know, but, and then the door's going to shut. Uh, and then um, he says the Pharisees are telling him that Herod Antipas wants to kill you when it's really them who wants to kill him uh, and he says go tell that fox that I will keep on casting out demons and healing people today, tomorrow and the third day I will accomplish my purpose three days uh, and then he cries for Jerusalem because you know they're just refusing to accept him uh, and you know and you will never see me again until you say blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord uh, you know he's just sad that he keeps you know wanting to protect them and he wants to take care of them and bring them into the sheepfold but they're pushing them away so all right that's it for today that was uh, chapter 13 and uh, always good stuff uh, repent. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry is what he's trying to tell everybody. You know, come to Jesus. So, and here is your moment to come to Jesus. So, uh, I will uh, lead you in uh, the prayer. If you haven't made a choice uh, to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and help him into your heart, accept him into your heart, uh, this is your moment. So, uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect, and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you said that for the first time, congratulations and welcome to uh, our heavenly home, our new kingdom, and uh, the brotherhood of and sisterhood of Jesus. Um, I encourage you to, as always, get to a church that uh, you feel comfortable with. Um, find a pastor you can talk to, tell a friend. Uh, mark it in your Bible that today was the day that you uh, accepted Jesus. And um, don't forget your little check mark next to today's reading so you know that you read it. And uh, and go celebrate. I mean, it's a, it's a celebration. You know, you have a new life and you have a new life in Christ and um, it's it's something to be celebrated so all right uh, that's it for today I again thank you so much for joining me and I will be back tomorrow I will not forget I promise and uh, I will um, get this out as soon as possible so thank you God bless you have a great day great evening great morning whatever time it is that you're watching all right see you tomorrow